need to start thinking about what do I need to shift? What do I need to not just shift, I should say, honor the cloud, honor what's happening within the cloud, and then shift out of that. For me, that was a coach. For you, that might be a therapist. That might start with something as simple as journaling. You're listening to the Leverage Your Incredible Factor podcast with Darnielle Jervie Harmon, the place to be to leverage and scale a business that serves you financially and spiritually. I'm your host, spiritual business growth strategist, Darnielle J. Harmon. Join me each week for inspiring stories, powerful interviews, and business growth strategy to help you experience abundance in your life because of your business. If you are ready to play and pray bigger, Let's get this party started. If this is your first time joining me, there's just a few things I wanna make sure that you know. Number one, I am not new to this, I am true to this. For more than 10 years, I have been growing businesses, period. I am the absolute best at combining spiritual principles with business growth strategy to turn entrepreneurs into multiple six and seven figure CEOs. And no, in case you were wondering, you do not have to choose. You can love God and make both loads of money. And I'm on a mission to create even more multiple six and seven figure CEOs. Oh, and we don't do hustle and grind. We do spirituality and systems. You might be wondering exactly what the incredible factor is. And if that's you, I invite you to go all the way back to our very first episode. I even give you a really powerful worksheet that you can download so that you can find yours because it is the key to beginning to leverage and scale your business. And I am tickle purple that you are listening in today. This episode is powered by the Grow Your Business Toolkit. Listen to me. If you are sick and tired of being inside of a business that is not growing when you know your business should be growing, then you need the toolkit. Grab yours today at growyourbiztoolkit.com. I am so excited for this conversation that you are about to bear witness to. I had the opportunity to sit down with such a powerhouse. Oh my gosh, I had chills from the moment she opened her mouth. And our conversation went in a direction that I didn't see coming, but I'm so excited for you that it did. So today you're gonna have an opportunity to eavesdrop on my conversation with Jessica Thifels, O-M-G. I hope you're ready. I hope you have pen and paper. If not, stop this episode right now. Go grab pen and paper because it was that juicy good. And I'm going to do my best in the show notes to give you everything that you might miss. But just go on ahead right now and tell yourself you're going to have to listen to this one a couple of times. It was so juicy good. Let me read Jessica's formal bio. Jessica is the author of 10 Questions That Answer Life's Biggest Questions, podcast host of Mindset Reset Radio, and founder and CEO of Jessica Thifels Consulting, an organic content marketing agency. She's been writing for more than 10 years and has been featured in top publications, including Forbes and Entrepreneur. She also contributes to Glassdoor, Fast Company, Outbrain, Score.org, and more. Listen, Jessica was the bomb.com. And I'm really excited about our conversation. I'm really excited about what you're going to gain from it. I don't want to steal the thunder of the conversation. So I'm going to come back in towards the end after you've had an opportunity to listen. Let's jump into my conversation with Jessica Thifels. Jessica, I'm so excited to welcome you to the Leverage Your Incredible Factor Business Podcast. How are you today? 
I am doing great, actually. I had a bit of a hectic day yesterday, so it feels good to feel more aligned and centered and clear today. Yeah, alignment is everything, right? I tell, mm-hmm. I can't ever talk about alignment enough. A few weeks ago, I was just having a conversation with a client and this little gem popped out. When you're out of alignment, you're leaving abundance on the table. Mm. Isn't that good? So true. Oh my gosh, right? Because we're always talking about all the money on the table as entrepreneurs, but alignment keeps you in the center of abundance at all times, which I just think is so super magical. So your abundance, which I think is the most important thing there. Because we take abundance from other, we think abundance maybe means a certain salary or a certain job when maybe that's not abundance for us and staying aligned with what you want. That's the key. I just got chills, Jessica. Like, I, <laughs> you haven't even introduced yourself to the people and I've already got chills. Like, that was so stinking good. Would you just take a quick moment before we get caught up in what I know is going to be an amazing conversation and just tell everybody who you are in your own words? Yeah, totally. So I'm a marketer by trade. I've been doing that for my whole career. So I do content marketing, everything organic, nothing paid. Um, But I'm also a published author. I just in April published my first book, 10 Questions That Answer Life's Biggest Questions. Oh, I love it. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's kind of like a precursor. I have a full manuscript that I am about to start pitching to publishers through my agent this fall. Um, So this is like a little short read. It's like 40 pages. Great coffee book table if anyone wants to look it up. Uh, Coffee book table? Coffee table book? Um, I'm I think they probably got it too, but thanks for clarifying. (laughs) Um, and I run a podcast of my own mindset reset radio. Um, and I, those are what I do, but who am I? I'm an entrepreneur. I'm very mindset focused, a very, like what I was saying in the beginning about alignment. That's really important to me, Mm -hmm. staying aligned and centered and also, really knowing what I'm feeling, what's coming up, what's happening, and what I need to do to shift that mindset or shift that perspective or shift that energy to continually come back to center, continually come back to my most powerful place. And um, what I talk about in my community on Instagram and what I like to help other women do, I I believe firmly, as corny as it is, um, empowered women empower women. And so one of my biggest goals is to empower other female entrepreneurs so they can feel incredible and be in their power and and you know, pass that on to others. Yeah. You just said a mouthful. You said so many good things that <laughs> I just need to pull out on a couple of them because they were so juicy right. good. I already know people, their hands are tired because they are writing. They're trying to catch everything <laughs> you just put down. But you said some uh, three things that I think were really, really powerful. And the first that I captured was being fully present and that you mm-hmm. are intentional about being fully present. So we're going to pull on that in a second. And then this, this little gem right here, your most powerful place. Mm. Oh, Jessica, mm-hmm. I want to talk. I want to talk about the most powerful place and how we can help the people who are listening in the empowered women who want to empower women, just like you, just like me, find their most powerful place mm. and live from that place. Yeah. Oh, I have chills right now. I am so excited. <laughs> I am reverberating already and we are just getting this party started. So tell tell me, how did you find your most powerful place? Like, how did this all start that you even to know that you needed to find this place? 
Yeah. Um, I think the, where transformation really began, I've done therapy for many years. I firmly believe in the power of therapy. It's been super valuable for me. Um, and so basically, I mean, on paper, I was living the dream life. I was living in San Diego. was married and married to my high school sweetheart. We had bought our first home. I was running my business. Um, I was healthy. I had amazing friends, but I, I felt like there was this sort of dark cloud following me around. Mm-hmm. I couldn't quite figure out what it was. Um, and a friend of mine had mentioned that she had just invested in like this 10 K coaching program. And she was really excited about it. She was really scared. I was like coaching. I've never, and this was like before the coaching boom that we've seen in the last two years. This was probably three or four years ago. And I'm like coaching. That's interesting. I've never thought about that. So of course what we want, we tell the universe and the universe brings it to us. Probably right. a week later, I went to um, a networking event where there was like two people and a presenter. It was, did not, had not a, did not have a good turnout. And the person who ended up being my coach for about a year and a half to two years was the presenter. Mm-hmm. And I almost left without giving him my card for whatever reason. I was like, this will be silly. I don't know why I thought that. Um, and I gave him my card and we connected and he really helped me start understanding that like, for example, brilliant. He would say to me, do you, can I swear on this podcast? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was about to, um, I should have asked you that before. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Um, PG he version, said, please. <laughs> yeah. He said, do you know how brilliant you are? And I was like, I roll like, can we break? And he's like, no, seriously, you know, how brilliant you are. Can you say that? And I was like, I'm brilliant. And he's like, okay. So like we did a lot of work like that to really help me see that like I am really smart. I am really powerful. Um, and so I started doing that work and then digging into the stuff that you don't think has anything to do with your life and your business, like family. Yep. The stuff that takes you to the floor. Like I would get off coaching calls and fall to the floor crying, sobbing, heaving, exhausted, so tired of doing the work, so tired of turning over the stones. Um, but it's that really what can be very hard, very scary work that is the work that takes you to be able to step into your most powerful self because yeah. you've got to dig in there. You've got to pull those things out and tease them out so that when you can look at something in the face, it has so much less power over you right. than when you're just trying to stuff it down or ignore it. Um, and so that, that coaching work and just the, the personal development and really committing to doing that healing, um, has been a, the, an integral piece into really finding my power place and stepping into it. Yeah. That's so good because I think the, the power in what you just said came right at the end, committing to doing the healing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like I just think about my own journey over the years, I too, um, I love therapy. I told my therapist she needed to bequeath me to someone in her will. <laughs> like, <laughs> seriously. I mean, I, I first went to therapy when I was 17 and a half, about to be 18, mm-hmm. freshman year at college. My parents were drug addicts. My mom was in jail. I was living with my dad and my stepmom. My stepmom made it known on a regular basis that she wished we weren't there. And I went to the University of Delaware on a full scholarship. And as a part of my package, I got to go to personal services. And I remember like reading through my new student orientation packet and seeing therapy services and like, uh, yeah, signing up for that. 
Yeah. And I saw the same therapist until she retired. And then um, she, she did bequeath me to someone else, <laughs> but it changed my life. And that was even mm. only the beginning of the work is just right. to, like you said, to commit to that healing. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to say no one because people do it every single day, but it is not the road traveled to commit to doing the healing work. So this dark cloud that was over your life, you said on paper, you looked successful. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know that there's tons of people who are listening right now who are shaking their head like, yup, Jessica, yo, you telling my story, right? You're singing my song. Mm -hmm. How bad did it get before you were like, I can't take this dark cloud anymore. And you were like, I got to do something about it. My husband, my lovely, loving saint of a husband. I just, I could tell that I was affecting our relationship. And we've been together for, it'll be 15 years this November. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're extremely close. Our energies are like so intertwined. And I could tell that being in the low energy was affecting him. And he's generally like, he has a very like little boy, we always say energy about him. Like he's just generally very happy and joyous and easygoing. And people say he has very good luck. I say he's just very positive um, and brings about what he wants. So I could tell that my energy was bringing him down. I was being like, I was sitting on a beach. I lived in San Diego at the time. So I was sitting on a beach on a Saturday, beautiful blue skies. And I was just miserable. And so I'd be snapping at him and pushing at him. And he's like, what is your problem? Like, why do you keep doing this? And I'm like, I don't know. Um, So really it was his response to my constant um, challenge to be happy, to be content, to smile, to not be snapping, to not be irritable. You know, I was like hair trigger and I was angry. It would fly off the handle. Um, For me, that was really just those moments adding up. Yeah. was really it. And I'd been in therapy. So I knew the power of doing that. And I had been in therapy throughout, but my therapy was focused on things that I, things that I, um, that I had uncovered later. I don't right. know why I can't say that. Um, like I didn't uncover the things in therapy that I had later realized was really the source of a lot of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. well, and I think also, I mean, and not to turn this in the direction of therapy entirely, but therapy is about the past and the processing of the past, not the breaking through the past. (laughs) That's where the power of therapy and coaching really set you on a trajectory to shift back into the light, which I think is what anybody who's ever been there really, really wants. And, and, and I'm grateful. I don't even know this coach, right. That you talked about, but I'm grateful for him like literally coaching you. And I say Mm -hmm. that because I literally just like, a month ago, Jessica, I, I realized that there was still a residue of lack on my life. Mm -hmm. And I know that God has really big things for me. I know that my impact is to be massive and it isn't. And, and I mean, I'm not by any stretch of the imagination. There are people who are listening right now and they would be like, come on, Darnielle, but you run a seven figure company. Like, what are we talking about? Really? Like that's just gluttonous to want more than that. Right. And it doesn't matter whether it's no figures or seven figures. If you know your destiny and your impact is supposed to be greater and you're not living into that, that means you're shrinking back. Right. And I like literally was like, I need to get rid of the lack and residue. And so for the first time in maybe 
10 years, I hired a life coach. I've had mm-hmm. business coaches and sales coaches, all kinds of coaches out of the wazoo, but like a life coach, a person whose job is to call me on my ish mm-hmm. so that I can get out of the way and be who it is that I was created to be on this planet. And what I love about that, similar to your experience with your coach, is that she doesn't let me sit in the shadow when I was called to stand in the light. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I think that it makes a difference to be able to have people like that who can see you, right? Your coach saying, do you know how effing, I'm sure is what the word was, right? (laughs) How effing brilliant you are, like to use that explicative and, and to see it and hold that posture for you mm-hmm. till you are able to finally be like, you know what, I am effing brilliant, right? Mm-hmm. Which yep. I, just, I just love that. And so when I think about so many things that we talked about before we started recording, I want to really, I, wanna, I still want to sit in this most powerful place because I think mm-hmm. that there's a lot of women listening right now and maybe even a few good men who don't know where their powerful place is mm-hmm. and, and how to get to it because then I know that once we unpack that a little bit more, we'll be able to shift gears and talk about how they can show up in their marketing. And I know Instagram is your jam. So we can mm-hmm. you know, talk a little bit about what this looks like practically inside of business. But um, you said this before we started and I, I agree. So I wanted to just double click on it for everybody who's listening that most of the success that we enjoy in our business has absolutely nothing to do with business or business strategy. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to take it one step further. These are not Jessica's words, but this is my interpretation is that it's because of the commitment to find your most powerful place. Mm -hmm. And if we could get people into their most powerful place, then the marketing, the content strategy, the, all of that stuff wouldn't be overwhelming or inundating. It wouldn't burn them out. It would actually set them up to experience life at its best. So what's on paper would actually be what they experience in their life. Yes. A hundred percent. So what do you think are the, the steps? So after we, after we have that moment where we realize we're, we have a dark cloud over us, what happens next? I think you need to, you don't even need to know what the dark cloud is, but you need to start thinking about what do I need to shift? Mm. What do I need to not just shift? I should say, honor the cloud, honor what's happening within the cloud and then shift out of that. For me, that was a coach. For you, that might be a therapist. That might start with something as simple as journaling Mm -hmm. and saying, even if you don't know what the dark cloud is, if you're in that space, pull out your journal and just start writing words. What words come to your mind while you're in this space that doesn't feel powerful, that doesn't feel aligned, that doesn't feel good? Mm -hmm. Um, And you might say like frustrated, irritated, sad, anxious. You know, just start writing words because the more that you can tap, being in your power is all about being in you mm. because that's already within you. That's your, that's your superpower, babe, is you. Um, but so many of us don't live as us, right? Like even when you said, um, people are probably thinking like, Darnell, you run a seven-figure business. Like, what are you talking about? How dare you want more than that? It's like, maybe that's not you. Maybe that's your version of success is right. a seven-figure business. But my version of success is impact. Right. And if I have this business, that's great. So diving in, starting to step into who you are, what you're feeling, what's rumbling under the surface, 
because that's what's going to help you start attacking those things. And awareness is that first step. You have to know what's happening underneath to know how to start moving through it, to start healing those old wounds from childhood, to start healing that trauma. It's wild to me that what happened when I was a two-year-old that I barely even remember or I don't remember is impacting me as a 32-year-old in my business. Listen, 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 listen. Let's, talk, let's just take a little, little sidebar for a second. But before we talk about the, what I call your inner seven-year-old, let's. I want to go back to what you said because it's so powerful. And I just have to keep double-clicking on this stuff because I don't want people to miss it. Because for you and me, like we're talking like we're talking about marketing. This Because we've been doing the work. But there are a lot of people in there that are going to be listening that haven't even ventured in. They know something is wrong but they have not found the courage yet to go get the support that they need to get right. out of the way. And I love what you said, Jessica. You said, honor the cloud. Oh, girl. Girl, I could smack you. That's how good that was. That was stinking good. So honor the cloud first. And that's, so for everyone who's listening, that is acknowledgement or awareness that there is a problem, right? Those of you who have ever heard of the 12 steps and addiction know that the first step is to say, I am a, right? Whatever the thing is. So I am broken. I am sad. I am dark. I am, you know, whatever it is, whatever the feeling, the frustration that Jessica talked about, speaking on that thing first and honoring it because something powerful happens when you honor it, right? Jessica, what's the powerful thing that happens when you honor it? Well, you let it be, you let it, you let yourself see what it is. We, we live our lives pushing things down. We're yeah. told to push it under the rug. And by letting it speak to you, rather than silencing it, you're giving voice, you're opening your own voice yeah. in a way that you probably never have before. Right. And it's losing power. Yes. It's, and it's not a dark power. cloud anymore, right? Mm-hmm. It's starting to lighten up. You might not be able to completely see the sun yet. But the power begins to dissipate as soon as you honor the cloud. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's so good. That's so yeah. good. Okay, now let's go on our little pivot to talk about this, this, this stuff that happened to you at two. I had some things happen to me at two. So what I always talk about, and I did my TED talk on this. Um, I call it your inner seven-year-old. And so before we're born, right, we're only born with a with a subconscious mind. We're not born with a conscious mind. Our conscious mind is formed. Actually, I said that it's backwards. We're born with a conscious mind, not a subconscious mind, right? And then um, our subconscious mind is formed based on everything we take in consciously. And so from birth to the age of seven, we're taking in all of this stuff, the two-year-old thing that you don't even know. So you go to therapy because that's when I learned about mine was in therapy. And then you realize that who you are as an adult is still the seven-year-old version of yourself who's trying to process all that crap that you've been dealt. And I, you know, I say this, I do this little magic trip, Jessica, where I take uh, clear water and then I've got iodine and bleach. And so I say, we're born into the world as vessels of light and we're this clear water, right? And then I start pouring the iodine in and it makes the water dark. And I say, and then we meet our parents. (laughs) And like, I mean, I, I think our parents did the best that they could with what they had, but Nine times out of 10, what they did to us is they jacked us all the way up. Because <laughs> mm-hmm, they're jacked up. Right. And they don't even know either because who's mm-hmm. sitting around talking about what happened to you when you were two years yeah. old, right? And so then we go through life as this dark, cloudy vessel until I, then I start pouring in bleach. We meet the person who introduces us to mm-hmm. our powerful place, mm-hmm. right? 
And then we start to realize that we're brilliant. Mm -hmm. I'm pouring the bleach in and eventually the water comes back to the clear vessel of light, right? And, mm -hmm. and so I, I'm excited that you have this experience and that we can even talk about what this looks like for the people who are listening, right? So for wow. those of you, again, who are listening, the first step is to become aware and acknowledge and honor the darkness, honor the cloud that is in your life. Because as soon as you do, you dissipate the power, you put yourself in the seat to actually be able to begin to take the journey to your powerful place. Okay, so we're aware now. Jessica, what's the next thing? The next thing is looking for support. So we've got the awareness. Now what do we have to do to make forward? Then move forward. So that next step is action, taking action of any kind. So I saw a coach and he introduced me to this, but I want to explain want to suggest this because the point is you don't need a coach or a therapist necessarily as your first action point. There's so many resources out there. Yeah. I realized my family ish, um, from reading the red book for adult children of alcoholics and dysfunctional families. Mm -hmm. Didn't know that existed. He told me about it and he was like, it's you, if you want it, it's a resource there for you. You don't have to take it. And I finally decided I would read the book. And he was like, just read it until something sticks out at you. Like if yeah. something pops out. I got to like page 10 and I was like, my world just blew up. I mean, I realized that I thought this whole thing was the problem when really all of this other stuff I had no idea was part of the problem. Yeah. So finding the resources, just taking action, I would say taking one first step. So maybe that's listening to this podcast. Maybe that's picking up a book. Maybe that's call talking to your friend. Maybe you have been holding something in from your partner for 20 years and you just need to get it out. You know, whatever that thing is that feels like you can do it. You're maybe a little scared to do it. That's a good sign, but you're yeah. willing to take that step. So taking that first action step, because that's going to help you start building a roadmap for what is to come next and what you need to do to, to really take this healing process full circle and really yeah. commit to it. That's awesome. And I, I agree. I think getting started is so important and you may not even know what you need in terms of a coach if you try to go and hire a coach right mm -hmm. away right and that's how people get into coach hurt which is probably a whole nother episode mm -hmm. so i agree with you that getting a coach is probably not the first step you've got mm -hmm. to do some of this introspective work yourself so that you can even identify the right kind of coach that you should get and that you get a true coach. Cause there are a lot of people calling themselves coaches mm -hmm. that aren't really coaches. And yeah. like, I mean, I have the coach training and I coach, like I'm a, I'm, I'm a business growth strategist. That's what I call myself. But I coached, I life coached my client today because we couldn't talk about business strategy because she didn't think she was worth it. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to, to dig in deep and and ask her those questions so she could find the answer so that we could have a practical conversation about what her strategy needs to be and how she could stop hiding. But not everybody has those skill sets. And so you've got to be careful. And, you know, as Shakespeare said many, many, many years ago, to thine own self be true. Mm -hmm. As you get clear about what is happening by taking those first steps, you will open up a conduit. The answer always appears once we first start answer, asking the questions to what it is that you need next and who's going to be the best person for you, which I think is so important. And so I took, I've taken the first step. I'm starting to establish the roadmap. What do I do next? Listen, mm, that's good. We have all of the answers within us, but our brains, when we don't get quiet and we don't listen are like 
a Chrome browser with 30 tabs open. Yeah. You know what happens when you have 30 tabs open? Your browser eventually crashes. You know what I mean? So we got to close down those tabs and start tuning in. And I don't mean you have to ask a question and wait for and an answer is just going to appear before you. Trust me, I've tried it. I can, it kind of happens for me now, but when I first was doing it, I'm like, is it a yes or is it a no? You know what I mean? (laughs) It's not necessarily going to be that clear, but the more we practice just simply tuning in with something as simple as taking a journal and writing, how do I feel? Mm -hmm. And then writing how you're feeling. Because even something as simple as our feelings, we don't even listen to. We don't process them, right? Yeah, process them, listen to them. Like if you're an entrepreneur and you have a busy day ahead of you, but you woke up feeling like crap, well, that's going to have to go away because I have a busy day. I can't do anything about that. So starting to tune in and listen and hear what comes up when you do that, because that's going to start guiding you as well in terms of, um, for me, it's completely shifted my schedule as I was tuning in and listening and saying, what does my ideal day look like? And I realized I don't want to do client work on Mondays and Fridays. And I only want to take calls a few days a week. I take calls Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, between 12 p.m. and 4 p.m., that's it. Yeah. I will only make an exception if I absolutely have to. So tuning in, like that doesn't sound like something that would come from like meditation or journaling, but we can find those answers and we can find what helps us step into that power place by listening because that's already inside. So we just have to open our ears to it. Yeah. And I love that because I, I mean, I did the same thing and I, I fought myself for so long, Jessica, because I, before I was an entrepreneur, I was in corporate America and you know, you worked eight to five, you took an hour lunch and, da, 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 and you stayed late because you needed to get FaceTime and all of this stuff. And so when I first came into my business, I was working eight to five. And then I'm like, yeah, no, I don't really like to be up that early in the morning. And if I am, I want to be able to work out. I want to be able to do my prayer time. I want to be able to journal. I want to be able to set intentions. So like mm-hmm. these days, I don't get into my office until 10, 1030. So yeah. nothing happens for me before 11 o'clock. And yeah. then similarly, only four days a month do I take client calls and, and it's only on specific days at specific times yep. that it even happens. And it, it, you won't learn that. What I want you guys to take away from this, because some of you may not be there yet and you're in, you're facing burnout and overwhelm on top of the dark cloud, or maybe the burnout and overwhelm is causing the dark cloud, or maybe it's amplifying the dark cloud because you're not doing what Jessica just suggested, which is taking the time to listen. I had, I used to always get in my car and turn the podcast, the radio, something on. Over the last six to nine months, I get in a car and I drive in silence. Mm. I process my thoughts so amazingly that sometimes I do have to grab my phone and audio memo so I can (laughs) go back into my journal later when I'm not driving and unpack a question that popped in while I was driving or like in the shower, same thing. I, I never took a shower without music, but now I'm listening to my still small voice. I'm listening to the God in me speak mm-hmm. to me and share with me the things that I need to know so that I can stay in my most powerful place because I want y'all to write this down. You cannot impact the world like you are created to impact the world if you are not sitting in a seat of power. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. You can try if you want, but you are going to fail miserably because you cannot pour from an empty cup. And the only way that your cup is going to be at overflow is if you take the time to do what Jessica has already suggested, to become aware, Mm -hmm. to take that first action and listen. 
Listen mm -hmm. to yourself. You have the answers. The answers may frighten you at first. You might not want to hear what you have to say. You know, Jessica, it's funny. This I had I used to journal. I keep I have many journals and I used to journal. Mm -hmm. And in my own journal, which nobody else saw, I wouldn't speak the truth. Isn't that crazy? Mm. But I was like, I don't know, I was afraid of what I really thought. And then eventually I got tired of the stress and the pressure in my shoulders. I got tired of not getting good night's sleep. And mm -hmm. I got tired of lying to myself because that's yeah. essentially what I was doing. And I started to seek out alignment and, and seek out significance. And I started actually writing those one questions down and just sitting mm -hmm. until the answer came and being unafraid to write the answer regardless of the answer, which I think is important too. Well, it's scary to write the answer because that means you have to do something about it. You can't oh, run from it that. anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. Once you know better, you got to do better. Dr. Maya Angelou taught us that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So yeah. once I start listening, when I, well, actually, let's just take all three of these steps because I think this is enough to give people an opportunity to get started. So once I've become aware, I've taken that first action to go in to get to my power place and I'm fortifying myself in my power place because I'm listening. I'm listening to my voice. I'm listening to the God in me. I'm listening to, you know, whatever guides me, whatever it might be. And now I'm coming out of it and I'm feeling stronger. I'm mm -hmm. feeling a little bit better. How does that translate into how I show up in my business? In every way. It translates in the way that you act with clients because you're showing up as perhaps a more authoritative person, yeah. a bigger and stronger leader. Mm -hmm. um, it shows up in the way that you market yourself because all of a sudden you're not scared of who you are. Mm -hmm. And so when you're not scared of who you are, you're more open and willing to share that with the world. And you potentially have started dipping your toe into what your purpose is. Maybe at this point, you don't even know what your purpose is. And so you're starting to dig into that. And so you're likely just presenting a completely different version of yourself than you were before, because, um, you know, I notice I'm a lot more raw. Mm -hmm. um, I feel things differently. I'm, I, the way that I act with people is different. The people I enjoy being around is different. Mm -hmm. um, and I find that it's because I feel that it's because I've just stripped away these layers yeah. that were, that were keeping me in, keeping me in this place, keeping me acting in this certain way for so long. Mm -hmm. um, and so by removing those layers away, you just get to be the more real version of you. And that brings out so many aspects of you that maybe you didn't even know were there before. I mean, yeah. I've only just recently realized that my purpose on this planet is to empower women and to raise the vibration of the world in doing so. And again, I know that that's like, I call that like my big scared to tell other people mission because you think it's like embarrassing. Um, Cause it seems like this crazy thing, but I've realized now that I've done so much work and I continue know everybody listening, this is forever. Yeah. This is your life's work. This is never going to stop. And that's okay. Something a really good friend, um, one of my very best friends who also does a lot of this work and has gone through a crazy journey this year, she constantly reminds me, it doesn't always have to be hard. Mm -hmm. it, it gets to be easy. Mm -hmm. And so the work can feel really challenging, but committing to it, showing up to it, and then really celebrating yourself when you see those moments, when you see that you brought on a new client that you never thought that you could get before because you feel more powerful, because you feel more aligned. It's like, yeah, yeah. slap myself, pat myself on the back, go buy right. myself a new outfit, go get a pedicure, like 
celebrate yourself as you step more into yourself because that's so incredible. And so many people will live their whole lives never doing that and therefore never fulfilling their purpose on this planet because they don't have the skills, the vulnerability, the leadership, the power to step in and do that. Yeah, that's so good. And it's so, so very true. I think that, um, and I get you on the whole raising the vibration of the world because I remember probably about two years ago, yeah, I think it was 2018, um, I said I wanted to shake the planet. I wanted to do work that shakes the planet. I wanted to help service-based entrepreneurs create businesses that shake the planet. Love it. Like, that's what I want to do because otherwise, what's the point? Right. You know, like, mm-hmm. what, what else is there? Like, eventually you get to the point where you own the shoes, you drive the car, you live in the house, you're married to the man. Like, okay, now what, right? There's got to be something else and it's got to be that bigger, deeper impact. And I think that that's ultimately where we're all trying to get. And when we have that level of impact, it allows us to just to leverage that. Let's talk practically about business a little bit before we, um, we round out our time together. It allows us to show up differently in our marketing, right? Mm-hmm. And it allows us to connect with people that we wouldn't have otherwise been able to meet because we were, we were operating from our most powerful place Yep. and allowing that to show up in our marketing. For example, for me with um, Instagram, I really found that I had to make a mindset shift from this idea of selling myself to this idea of serving. I am here to serve these people. And when I made that shift, I comp- everything changed. Mm-hmm. I started having like, I felt like, oh, why do I have to have all these conversations with people and I have to do all this work to really build a community? But I wanted to build a community, right? And I wanted right. to empower these people. But right. it was like, I wasn't coming from that place. When I started coming from that place of, I commit to, so for me, I commit to posting Monday through Friday and that's my, that's my offering each day. Mm -hmm. I commit to an offering Monday through Friday on Instagram. And when I shifted to, I commit to that service Mm -hmm. and I want to serve people in any way that I can and truly build a community where people feel they belong. Mm -hmm. Everything changed. I'm having tons of conversations, connecting with so many people and people are feeling everyone in my membership. I would say almost every single person, when I ask them, they say they joined it because of my energy. Wow. For me, my energy, I think is, is one of my greatest superpowers, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know that. I didn't even know how to leverage it until I did this work and I could actually let it shine. I wasn't stifling it down. I was just about to say that, like, if it weren't for the coach who called you on your brilliance, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't even know that you had this powerful attraction energy that would create a space to empower other people, which I just think is so stinking powerful. And what we'll do is we'll make sure that we, in the show notes, we put your Instagram and, and your membership and different things yeah. like that. If people are vibing with you and they want to check you out and learn about what you're up to in the world and how you can help them to raise their vibration. Cause yeah. that, you know, I, it's so funny, Jessica, I, you know, I started out as a business coach. I have an MBA in marketing. I love, I just love business, all things, numbers, KPIs, strategy, all of it. Love it. Eat it for breakfast lunch and dinner. And so I'm out in the world and that's the work that I'm doing and I'm getting clients results. And then all of a sudden I start realizing that I could get them even better results if I could do this work with them on their mindset. 
Mm -hmm. I could get them to see themselves differently, right? Or as I always like to say, to see themselves the way that God sees them. Because if, if you saw yourself that way, there would be no question. There would mm -hmm. only be action, right? We would not be yep. pausing. We would only be pausing long enough to look at our brilliance in the mirror. That's mm -hmm. all we would be doing, right? And so I started doing all of this mindset work with clients and brought on some mindset coaches to help, you know, help them unpack different things and just realize how all along, it isn't the strategy. It's getting people into their powerful place, as you call it. That mm -hmm. is the ticket. And so I'm glad that you're out here doing this work. I'm glad that you're empowering women so that they can empower women. And I'm glad you did the work on yourself to get to your powerful place so that from that place, you can lead other people to theirs. That's, that's so awesome. That Thank is you. so great. I'm so glad yeah. that we got to met. We didn't really get to talk about it. So I want to talk about it really quickly before I mm -hmm. let you go. So before we started interviewing you guys, we were just shooting the breeze so I could finish eating my lunch. And Jessica... <laughs> told me that she and her husband traveled around the world for eight months. Mm -hmm. You guys imagine, like, I mean, my ears immediately perked up. I am like, wow, what, what must that be like to have the courage to step away from everything that you know and go to various cultures around the world? And I'm just going to go out on a limb. You correct me if I'm wrong, that that wouldn't have even been possible had you not done this work to get into your most powerful place, right? Definitely. And that travel also was literally life-changing and a major part of why I am where I am now. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of why I say the journey is never ending because I had done a lot of shifting up until then. And I was actually leading up to the trip. I was in this place where I, I was feeling suffocated in my house. I was just feeling suffocated in my world. And I was craving this freedom, this mm -hmm. liberation. And so for me, the trip was like, this is liberation. This is me sh leaving the shackles behind. So I, I hate to say it, but for me, it didn't feel like a very courageous move because it was something I needed to do. It literally, to speak to the power of tuning in and meditation, it came to me in meditation. Uh, two years before, I was keeping a meditation log because I was doing a little experiment. I was writing down what was in my mind after. And I literally was reading my knocked off my feet when we were, I was writing in Italy. I wrote the book, not the one that's published, the one I'm going to publish while we traveled the world. So that was one of the things I did. Um, and so I was writing as we were on a train through Italy and I was like, oh, I want to dig into that meditation log um, so I can pull some examples to put into the book. And I read this excerpt that was basically like, I know that I want to run my business and travel the world. And when I think about doing that, I feel light. I feel expansive. I feel excited. Yeah. It was two and a half years before we left for our trip. Wow. So that was like, there was this whole piece before the trip that helped me sort of helped me bring my husband. He wanted to come in, but I had to give him some of my courage. I had to give yeah. him some of the work that I was doing. So he would feel courageous enough to leave his full-time job. Um, and then the trip itself was like this whole powerful part of this journey. And then even coming back and acclimating back to normal life and then COVID hit, you know, three months after we came back, yeah. that was a whole nother level of the journey. So there's so many pieces as you go. Um, and, and jumping into travel for me, my, my husband jokes, he says, you'll just travel the world at the drop of a dime, but you are scared of the dark. Like for me, those big leaps just don't feel all that scary. It feels like I have to, like, I just feel yeah. so compelled to, but that's because I listen, you know, and I tune in and, and so it feels less scary. Cause it's like, this is aligned. This is what's wow. meant 
for me. I am meant to go on this trip. Um, yeah, I don't know if that is your question. No, that was part. That was so perfect. You and there's one thing you said um, that I wanted again, just noodle on. You said you didn't say it this way, but this is the way I heard it. Yeah. Your courage gives others courage to make the shift because mm -hmm. your husband had to borrow some of your courage in order to be able to leave his job and to go on this life changing trip. This has been amazing. I really don't want to let you go, but I must. <laughs> But before I do, I have to ask you our incredible factor wisdom question. Just three questions. The first thing that pops into your mind, um, just our way of kind of grounding out the interview. And the first question is, what is the last book you read? Mm, can I give you the one I'm reading now? Sure. Because I love it. It's um, Secrets of Six-Figure Women. Ah. It's yeah, awesome. Yep. Yeah, I really like it. Awesome. Awesome. And then what's your favorite quote? When you realize how perfect the world is, you'll look up in the sky and laugh. <laughs> oh, that's good. Check, check on the exact wording of that quote, but okay. that's a general. And I also love, I'll just say it for the listeners. Um, it's from Max Ehrman. Um, it's be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe, no less than the moon and the stars. Oh, that's good too. I think that's a, also a little pair of a paraphrase, but I say that to myself all the time. Be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe. I love that. And then the um, last thing is, what's one tool? I think I know the answer to this. You swear by to grow your business. <laughs> one tool I swear by to grow my business. Um, tuning in. I'm going to say that as a tool. Because you can use journaling, you can use meditation. But for me, I've realized that, yes, you can have all the strategies. It's sort of like we were talking about this, I think, before we even hopped on. You can have all the strategies, but if you are not aware, if you are not aligned, if you are not centered, you're not even going to build a business you want to be a part of. And eventually, you're going to reach a point where you're going to want to scrap the whole thing anyway. That's so good. Oh, I'm going to have to listen back to catch that. <laughs> that was so good. You said it so fast. That was so amazing. Jessica, thank you so much for being here. I'm going to make sure that we put all of your information in the show notes so people can reach out to you because I know they're going to want to. Like your energy is electric. And I know that there are some women out there who are ready to find their most powerful place. And I know that you are just the one to help them to get there. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. And you make me feel so good. So thank you so much for being you and bringing your superpower to the table. Awesome. You're so very welcome. I told you, right? I told you it was going to be juicy good. Take a quick moment and take your hand and shake it out because I know it's tired because you've been writing profusely. And what I really hope more than anything that you, what you wrote down is that you are brilliant. And in the center of you is this most powerful place that once you tap into it, it will allow you to shake the planet. Okay. I, there were so many things that Jessica said that I really, really loved. So many, I don't even know where to start guys, but let's just quickly break down the, the three steps, right? Become aware by honoring the cloud, taking an action, the first action to create the roadmap and then listening. So much power happens when you listen. I'm excited for you to start listening because being in your power is all about you being you. Wasn't that good when she said that? And then I loved how towards the end we talked about the fact that her courage opened the door for her husband to have courage for them to make a powerful shift and take a life-changing trip around the world. Oh my gosh. I hope 
that this interview goes on to inspire you for years and years to come so that you raise your vibration so that ultimately together we can do the work in, that we need to do in this world. I want to thank you for hanging out with me. I want to thank you for being here. If you enjoyed this as much as I know that you did, make sure you check out the show notes where all of Jessica's contact info is there so that you can follow her on Instagram. You can learn more about her membership program. You can just stay connected to this powerful, powerful woman. And when you reach out, make sure you let her know that Darnielle sent you. All right, guys, I'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me for the Leverage Your Incredible Factor business podcast. If after listening to this episode, you know that it's time that you stop playing and praying small, you should go grab my Grow Your Business Toolkit. Based on the pillars of business optimization, this toolkit is the only resource you need to get crystal clear about what it will take to take your business to the seven-figure mark. Go grab yours today at growyourbiztoolkit.com. And if you enjoyed our time together, do yourself a favor. Head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Until next time, remember you deserve to scale your business, shake the planet, and fund the life you crave. Take care.